We back in the lab, we making some noise, so go turn your decibels up. Yeah. Black skin, white coat, oh no, who was nice as us? Made Jimmerson, really told us no limits, so we about to take this up. Went from mixing in the kitchen to the lab, and now now I can make this up. Whoa. Be shy, be scientist, be shy, be scientist. We shining a light on the people of color to show them how fly it is. Be shy, be scientist, be shy, be scientist. We back in the lab with white coats on our back, trying to show what time it is. Hey. And welcome to the B-Scientist Podcast, a podcast by the Black Science Coalition Institute, or B-Sci. When you hear this noise, that is our citation noise. I am Jordan Chapman, and as always, we have Research and Development Officer, Jana Carpenter. And this will be our last episode for 2020, and we just want to give 2020 a shout out for being the absolute worst year, right, Jenna? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's safe to say that uh, it has earned its spot uh, in everyone's um, minds. I can't say hearts, but definitely <laughs> our minds. Yeah, definitely our minds. Uh, <laughs> so um, for this wrap-up episode for 2020, we're going to do 20 things we hated about 2020. Um, me and Jenna have 10 each, and then we'll try to end on a somewhat positive note. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> But Jenny, you want to kick it off? You got. How about we go back and forth? You you give one, we can talk about it, and then I'll give another, and we'll talk about that. We'll just keep doing that until we're through our entire list. I guess the best place to start is at the beginning with mm-hmm. the fires in Australia. That we thought, you know, nothing can get worse than this happening right here, right. right. But yeah, things just kept getting worse. We lost <laughs> probably. I don't have the number in front of me, but mm. you know, just so many ecosystems lost um, from that event alone. You know, it was just devastating. Right. What? When in January was that? I forget the exact. Was that like to very big? Like, was that already happening from 2019 into 2020? The fires. Yeah, I do believe. I don't have the exact date when they started, mm. but. Because there's another thing that happened this year that definitely was going on in 2019 that we're, I'm sure makes both of our list. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I think, I think, I think, I think it was going on in like 20, like the end of 2019 into yeah. 2020. Like I think that was what's, what's going on with the fires. Yeah, I think they it started back in June last year, but it it oh, wasn't until okay. January that it got incredibly out of hand. Hmm. Right. So, yeah, I think that's a good that's a good way to start for our, our shit list for 2020, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I think mine is definitely like at the very top of my things I hate about 2020 is definitely going to be COVID. I don't know. I'm sure you've put it on your list, too. But let's just give it I, not its due because I don't I don't I don't know if COVID deserves a due, but let's just put it right there. COVID at somewhere on that this isn't a ranked list this isn't like we're not going in any particular order but i'm definitely going to put 2020 right there or not 2020 but covid yeah absolutely i i really would have never thought um that you know one of the most developed nations um on our planet uh could handle this pandemic so poorly and yet we managed to do it yeah we're actually i actually looked this up yesterday that as of yesterday, um, according to the CDC, there had been 19 million cases in the United States and 332,000 deaths as of uh, December 28th, which was yesterday. So yeah, that's COVID. That sums up a thing that started, and it started in 2019. I, like, I know it started in Wuhan, China. Um, there were the first cases reported there in 2019. And I don't know all of the news stories that were coming out at the time, but I do remember hearing some very like like every now and again, like there'd be a news story during like that those first couple months that was just like, oh yeah, there's something going on. And I'm sure no one ever predicted that in less than a year it would just race around the world that it did. And it's been very yeah. It's interesting that I think we kind of decided to tell ourselves that we were immune from this disease happening on a different side of the world and not 
taking into account that um, viral diseases are viral. And so... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I myself am, am guilty of that, not really taking into account, oh, this is going to be pretty bad. Um, so... I don't think any... I, I don't... I don't think you should blame yourself. I think that's just all, how everyone thought. Like one, I think everyone was just like, "Oh, you know, it's it can't. Why would it? Um, because it's it's us, right? It's America. It's the United States. We we're prepared for this. Why we're prepared for anything? But but Jenna, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, you know, I've been trying to socially distance and uh, be smart about you know when I. I'm around, you know, friends or family, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's been, I think, a toll on a lot of people in more ways than one, um, yeah. just the isolation mm-hmm. and, you know, um, I think, you know, all of my bad things for 2020 will probably surround COVID, Oh yeah, um, but I have to say starting a grad program in the middle of a pandemic did not feel right. Mm. Um, I definitely felt like I didn't deserve to, you know, when people are out here dying, I'm going to what go pursue a, a, a career, <laughs> you know, it's just, it was just weird. It's a, it was a really weird time to think and be and um, yeah. I think we're also trying to process that, but. Yeah. I think we were trying to process um covid for the rest of our lives probably like i don't i can't imagine a day where like even in 10 years if everyone even if 100% of the population which it won't be if of the world is um vaccinated um i still we'll, we'll still be talking about covid and what it did to how it upended our lives for however long because we're still in the middle of it honestly cases are at all-time highs everywhere right now in the united states so we're still very much in the middle of it um and all that talk of it and i remember one of the main things that was said in march when we went into lockdown was we're just going to try to flatten the curve and boy did we not yeah i don't think we understand the idea of um following directions (laughs) no Um, i'm not going to point any fingers of course but um i mean they're very simple simple guidelines Mm -hmm. indoors don't you know gather in groups of 10 or larger socially distance wear a mask Mm -hmm. and i think the fact that out of all of those guidelines wearing a mask became a political issue yeah just for me I i wasn't expecting that to happen um, it's not a new concept, so it shouldn't have been something so hard to grasp as a society. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it became, you know, a, a talking point for politicians, I got really confused. It's very confusing, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably the most simple of the guidelines. You know, <laughs> it's we're not asking you to wear a mask inside of your home. You know, just when you're around other people, mm-hmm. it's a common courtesy. You know, I'm from the South, and, you know, Southern hospitality, you always want to be nice to your neighbor. And I'm just so shocked that, um, you know, a lot of the Southern states are the main Mm. culprits of of not wanting to follow that simple uh, guideline. And just, you know, general conspiracy theories around (sighs) COVID in general and you know, disbelief in science has become a trend, which is terrifying. Yeah, that's actually on my list. Um, conspiracy theories at, um, because I have mentioned on the podcast before that when I say that, like watching, uh, just watching that develop, because it's one of those things where you can kind of see how things are going to go. Like there have always been conspiracy theories about, like, oh, someone's creating something in a lab somewhere, and I mean. We talked about this on a, a previous episode, which was recorded in, I guess that was summer of 2019, was it, Jenna? Um, our conspiracy theory episode. Yeah, I think that was about the time, yeah. Right, which is crazy to think about. Like, we were like, <coughs> anyway, wow, anyway, 
but yeah, like that. When I say that has affected like the way I've seen a lot, a lot of things. I am not joking. Like, I, I, I just can't. Even if I, if I hear anything that even sounds remotely like a conspiracy theory now, I'm just immediately upset. Like, without just, just not a fan of them anymore. And I never really was, but now it's just like, oh, I just can't. If you, if someone even starts to say anything like that, I'm just very upset. Yeah, I agree. I think that. Um... It makes it really hard sometimes, uh, and really, I want, almost I want to say dire in a way. Yeah. People in our position who are trying to convey the truth and things that we understand and know about the world uh, in a way that's like easy to understand, and you know, I, I get that science can be really difficult to digest. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, it it is, and I mean. The whole, the whole idea of becoming a scientist, you should, you should be able to convey knowledge. And, right. Um, I do understand that it has been a little bit confusing. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't understand the unwillingness to just listen <laughs> to the people yeah. whose jobs it is to know what these things are and how to deal with them. Um, no, I agree that. <laughs> it is disheartening because like like even in that conspiracy theory episode we definitely talked about like the tuskegee experiments and several others and so it's like like we don't understand the fear but right. it's just like you know at a certain point like you like it's always good to be skeptical we should never like fault anyone for asking questions and being skeptical but when it's literally like um covid is caused by 5g for example it's like that's that's not how that that's not how a virus works then it's like it's just very 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 disheartening in so many different ways yeah and i mean in the middle of all of this in the middle of the pandemic i think another one of the worst uh things that i hated about 2020 was the mention of murder hornets oh yeah Right. I really thought I was living in Black Mirror at that point. Right. Um, and I if to lose all hope. <laughs> if you haven't heard our Black Mirror episode, you should definitely go see that one. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about the murder hornets. <laughs> yeah, it's been no murder hornets for us, Jenna. Yeah, it's looking back on all of our episodes, I'm like, were we just having premonitions? But no. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one thing after another, and mm-hmm. um, I already don't like regular hornets. So, oh no, these were um, the worst kind. Was terrible <laughs> to mm-hmm. see. Um, no, I agree. I like like any like I'm not a huge fan of um, a lot of bugs. Wasps and hornets are not not at all in my top five favorite bugs. They're no, they're nowhere. It's not close at all. They're not up there. I mean, rightfully so, you know, (laughs) but, um, that was terrible. That was, Um, yeah, I agree. That's, I I forgot about that, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. It just popped up the other day because it's still a thing, you know, they're still showing up here and there, um, across the nation, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it was terrible, but not as bad as, um, other events in 2020 that really um i think broke me as a person individually mm-hmm. i don't know about you um yeah along that same line things that happened in 2020 that i'm not a super big fan of video meetings Jenna. i just like we've had our another one of our episodes um the uh gendered binding field which was a great event like, i love that event i love the fact that we were part of it I just don't like how Zoom doesn't like my voice sometimes. I like that's that's very frustrating to me because it's not because I've been in a lot of Zoom calls and I'm like, oh man, Zoom fatigue is such a thing. And it's just like, oh man, like that that is very painful sometimes where you're just like, and like that was not one of my favorite things because I remember Skype in like high school and people wanted to do that. And I was like, Oh yeah, but I'm I'm never going to Skype ever, ever. And now I'm like an expert in something that's not Skype, but 
and I don't, I wouldn't actually, I'm not even gonna call myself an expert in, in Zoom. I don't know how Zoom works, which is probably my frustration, but I'm still, I'm Zoom, I'm Zoomed out is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think the fact that it became like our only source of communication for mm-hmm. a large portion of, of academia for sure, it it is definitely a thing. I definitely do not enjoy Zoom myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was definitely disrespectful, I think, um, to you, which is so strange. Oh, yeah, and those new hates me. <laughs> um I'm not. I'm not saying I. I'm knocking it because you know. Again, it is, you know, sponsored. By it's a necessary evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's been so weird communicating to, um, for me, a 13 by uh, nine inch, uh, metal box. Um, right. The last eleven months, or um, I guess nine months now. It's something like that. Uh, I've lost. Who knows what time, time. is? <laughs> yeah. Another thing we missed about twenty twenty. Yeah. I think we missed about twenty nineteen is Tom. Where where is Tom anymore? I don't even know. You know, I used to talk to Carla about this. Actually, she let me. Mm-hmm. She loaned me a book on time and um, the physics and um, really like just the the study of it um, on the scientific mm-hmm. level. And really, it's it's quite. It's a weird concept that we just brought onto ourselves, um, mm. for sure. <laughs> I won't go into the science of it because I don't think I can explain it very well because right. I'm still very confused by it. Mm-hmm. But I'm even more confused by it after this year. <laughs> um, and it's so strange. Yes, I hundred percent so agree. Um, let's see what else. So I said I just had one. What do you? What else you got? Um. I mean, there are several things I, my heart is hurting to even have to mention it um, all the time, but it's important that we do. But the murder yep. of so many Black people this year has, I mean, I don't even know where to start because there have been so many instances at this point yeah they're still happening still happening i had a slightly different one for that i had i just put karen but i think mine was like in general like yeah no karen's are dangerous yeah karen's are dangerous um sorry if your name is karen out there but yeah um, (laughs) you know i don't even know what to call it anymore because people don't like to be called white supremacist people don't like to be called racist Okay, we'll call you by your name then. We're already objectified uh, in several ways. We already have to deal with institutional racism. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we have this army of Karens who get to dictate whether I live or die. Right. It's a scary time. Yeah, it's... It's, it's just crazy. Like, the fact that there have to be laws now to protect black people from if they someone just decides that they're going to try to commit murder by cop basically that we have to have laws called karen x that is that's a that's ridiculous it's crazy and very real and very real you know like this is no joke yeah um where's that i think in san francisco yeah was first enacted I think so. I know. I know now. New York is also considering a similar law. I do remember seeing that. Um, mm-hmm. It's. It's just. <laughs> it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. We're just out here trying to exist as people, um, you know, watching birds or what have you. Yeah, which was an interesting development because that led to Black Next Week, which was going to be one of my highlights for 2020, actually. But I'm glad that happened. Like, that, that's it's a, it's sad that it developed that way, um, like all of the Black Next Weeks that have been happening um, in a Black science community. But I'm glad that happened. But yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit more um, later. But yeah, it all started with a Karen. It always does. <laughs> What else they got on here? Um, man, uh, so I put these as two different ones. And honestly, I could have just put it, I, I, and I might now, like there have been a lot of different deaths, not just um, within the black community with like 
um, police brutality, but just in across the board, it feels like we had we lost both Kobe Bryant, uh, Chadwick Boseman, and John Lewis in a year, and also we lost RGB, and it's just like we lost a lot of important people in 2020. We really did. Um, so many influential people in in different ways. Too. Yeah. Um, I know that was a really, all of them were difficult moments for us all to process. And I think with all the time we had during our brief quarantine, um, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of, it kind of really made you, it forced you to reflect on what you found important, I think. Yeah, I agree um, to that. Because these are really influential people who were um, just non-apologetic in the yeah. best way. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that it really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in, in always different ways, right? Like RGB and John Lewis are definitely political ways. Um, in terms of entertainment for Kobe Bryant, I remember, you know, growing up in Philly for, you know, almost all my life. I'm here right now. And, uh, being a Sixers fan and like, I remember when I was like seven, um, the Sixers went to the finals and they played, it was Iverson versus Kobe. And I remember just not liking, I did not like Kobe Bryant at all. It was just like, come on, like this guy. And I remember just being, (laughs) but it's like one of the best memories I have because it's just like, I remember that so much because he was a kid from Philly in the finals, which is if you ever play basketball in Philly, you were like, you had to be Iverson or Kobe, you got to pick. And like you could point out the street where um, pretty much like two of the greatest basketball players of all time have grown up within like a few feet of um, in Philly, like Will Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant pretty much grew up within a mile of one street that runs from Philly to the suburbs, basically. And it's crazy. And then as like Kobe's Bryant career, like wind down, I started coming around. Like, but he's a kid from Philly. I can't be mad at him. He made it from Philly to becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And I remember watching his last game. And I remember, like, that was the day I was like, okay, I can never be mad at this dude ever again. And then when he died in, I think, February or late January, I was like, it felt like a dream, honestly, because I just remember seeing it and thinking someone lied. I thought it was a hoax, and I was really hoping it would be a hoax. And as the news started to just pour in, like, it was just – like I can't like my heart really did stop. It's just it it was it was such a shock. And it's the same thing with Chadwick. I mean, I keep like um currently B is doing um or preparing for a presentation in February about Afrofuturism with uh Khalil Small and Chad Singleton. And we've been talking about Black Panther like the entire time. And it's just like every time we talk about Black Panther, we like, like pretty much gotta pour one out for Chad and it's just like that's crazy. Definitely. It's just so crazy hearing all the stories now coming out of people who worked so closely with him, just not even realizing, but recognizing how selfless he is as a person. Right. Like that has just never changed. And he just did something so important for the black community by just being, you know, he right. really become an icon mm-hmm. um, throughout the black community. And, a beacon of inspiration for um, a lot of us you know mm-hmm. we were finally seen on a big screen in a big way you know right. leave roll <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's so it was so difficult to hear that yeah and I, it, again it was just like for kobe for me i just like it was all it just all felt not real right um no i man also, like thinking about like John Lewis, and it's just like um, losing a civil rights icon is also just that's super devastating. Especially as we were going into what also what's on my list. Well, matter of fact, the fact that we lost John Lewis in RGB in an election year, which also makes the one of the, the ten things I hated about twenty twenty like with much ease, is that we had two big icons who have fought for human rights die in a year when we really, really needed those voices um, to cause good trouble, as the late John Lewis would say. And, you know, 
it man and that's and i and that was one thing i kept saying as 2020 was just um trucking along was that like it was bad like when we were watching like trying to watch the democratic primaries with bernie and uh joe biden uh social distancing and trying to make that seem normal but then it's just like that was in april and we needed to get through most of the year to get to November so we could see what was going on. And we were already deep, deep into the election season. And it was just, it was a lot to have to sit through all of that with COVID in the background and with all of the protests going on. It was just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. John Lewis definitely inspired a lot of my friends who mm-hmm. are currently, you know, pursuing careers in public service and you know social justice because of john lewis and all the great you know um disturbers who like were good trouble that's what Mm -hmm. i meant to say always good trouble (laughs) (laughs) but you know like so much influence so much influence and to have to see him you know leave us like that like you're saying like in an election year during a pandemic it's just like how can this year get any worse? right it's like as soon as those things left your lips it just one thing after another yeah like back you know? to like there was no time for rest it's like well he's gone well this person's gone and then rgb was like literally like she was like it seemed like her one last goal was she was just hang on until like the election could happen so then the american people could decide who would fill her seat and i'm sure and that and that just speaks to the in a year where we found out so much about how poorly designed some of our um power structures are that was one of the most egregious because it's like she's literally like an old woman who's on who was already kind of like she battled like cancer and came back there were so many different illnesses that she had to fight to just to get to this the end of this year and you're like we're really just watching this old woman try to hang on by like the thinnest of threads just so and like and let's not forget like she's not just old she was like working right. out you know like all the time mm-hmm. to keep herself mm-hmm. healthy you know just so that she can make it to help us get through this right. election season and my god it's just like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I guess along those same lines, I was really disappointed to see how differently um, the process for electing a a new uh, appointed Mm -hmm. judge differed from the previous administration. Um, It just seemed like rules weren't a thing anymore. I really felt like I was in Mm Waterworld for a second because I was just like, are we really doing this? Is there really no actual power structure? Or are we just pawns in this game? Right. You know? <laughs> and it turns out, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the yeah. politics this year was super draining at almost every turn. Um, I, I am glad the election is over. I'm, I'm glad that we can almost almost almost. almost. (laughs) (laughs) right and that's that's still on the list somewhere (laughs) but at least i think um it's a thing that we can move forward from in a lot of different ways even if everything's not said and done with there's a lot of reasons to just go and say we can put some of this behind us and hopefully um at the beginning of 2021 we can put even more behind us and really hope and really just get ready to make some change happen i hope so i think with all of the bad that has come out of 2020 i've been pretty impressed with how well um a a large majority of us have been able to come Mm -hmm. together and really seek empathy for others um and i think or I hope at least, you know, that we can pull through to the end of this election season because I, it's just, it's just, um, it's just really weird to, um, see so much divide over politics. You know, these things aren't, um, 
these things aren't really real, right? Like, but we are people and we are real people and we should treat each other accordingly. Yeah, like real people. We should um, treat real people like real people. <laughs> right. Um, instead of really putting politicians on pedestals the way that we sometimes are want mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I really hope, you know, we give ourselves the chance to reset and really right. reflect on, on the things that have happened. Because I think with so many bad things happening back to back, it was kind of easy for us to kind of um, start to desensitize mm-hmm. ourselves to um, tragedies. And, um, you know, I used to be really upset with myself for getting so emotional over things, but that just reminded me that I'm still human. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, I may be stuck in my home to help protect others around me, uh, including mm-hmm. myself, but I still care. And that's something that I'm I'm proud to come out of 2020 with. Um, for- no, I agree. Um, I have two more things that I don't like about 2020 um, before. Before oh, yeah. we get, the list is yeah, very long. I would love to. <laughs> before we get to like the things we like, um, and they're pretty short. One, um, I'm still not a fan of mushrooms after 2020. I just want to put that out there. And then also the good place ended this year, and that's the end of the. <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> I just wanted to before we transition to the things we like. I just wanted. I just needed to say that some things will never change, and that I will never be a fan of mushrooms. It's, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms are no, amazing. Are you I'm not a fan. Wow. Um, this might change the dynamic of our podcast. I don't know oh. if I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like a mushroom cloud over our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping bombs. I mean, I, but that's it for me. The things I I just wanted to, I at least wanted to make some things like. But yeah, though I was, and I'm kind of, I mean, I'm seriously, I am disappointed about the good place in it. I really enjoyed that show. Well, see, I haven't then, gotten to the end of it yet, so I'm now. I'm oh, no spoilers, then. <laughs> no spoilers, but I do recommend that you finish because it is, it's all, it's one of those shows that is going to be timeless. I feel that um, because there's just so many different things that happen that show. I'm like, oh yeah, and like different quotes. Like, I'm today, I saw on Twitter that there's a Twitter account called No Context, The Good Place. And I, it is beautiful. I love every part of it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, no, that show is mm-hmm. so iconic um, and so timely for where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I hope I'm not too disappointed by the ending. <laughs> I think you'll like the ending. I won't give it away, but I think you'll like the ending. Okay. All right. I guess we'll mm-hmm. have to see. Um, I guess there were a couple other things I wanted to mention, but I don't want to go too dark <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i feel like it's fair it's 2020 let's leave the dark things in 2020 so let's just get them out there right now i i was pretty disappointed just in general by our whole um <laughs> the way our government treats people um mm-hmm. just in general i think um just gonna go ahead and put this out there uh for just in terms of social justice the fact that we've only gotten one twelve hundred dollar check to pay for months right. of living is absolutely mm-hmm. insane. Um, and that we're currently trying to argue if we should get another one for six hundred or two thousand. Yeah, I um, mm-hmm. I strongly believe that we need to get rid of, or enact rather, a term limit for some of these senators. Um, I think we need a total yeah. reform of our legislation. I've never been so disgusted. Um, to see such injustices happen to people, um, and that's just not mm-hmm. not be able to have a voice for ourselves. It felt like um, that's just one thing that I I wanted to mention. I think like so many of us are doing our best with little the little bit that we have, mm-hmm. if that. And um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's kind of crazy to see that happen, but. Uh, I digress. I can go on and on about that. Um, another thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree though. I think, and I, I think that's not a bad transition to talking about things I enjoyed about 2020. Uh, um, because I did enjoy that 
so many people became activists in 2020. Like, out of necessity, we realized that we can't sit by and just let these injustices continue. Like, we decided that we were going to do things, even though if they were uncomfortable. Like, we went to a protest, and I thought that was a highlight for me, honestly. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a highlight. I think that was my first time being in public uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. I think that was back in... In June. June? Yeah. Right. I think for me, too, actually. And it was a good... I was really scared about going outside that day. But... Yeah, me, too. Like, going home is like, okay, like I'm glad I went outside, though. Yeah, it's just something about being able to connect with other people who not only are speaking on something that's so important and you know without hearing our voices we aren't heard and you know these injustices keep happening and people keep turning a blind eye so i felt like it was so important for us to be there because i want my voice to be heard right and i want to be treated as a human being and not a dispensable um thing and so i was really glad that we went and i still have the the poster um that um who, I can't remember who designed those. Allie Hoffner. She's a, <clears throat> she's an anthropology student um, here at UGA too. And she made two signs. She made one for each of us. I think she might have made, I think, yeah, it was two signs. I got one and I hang, it's currently hanging back in my apartment in Athens over my bookshelf and I get to look at it every day. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, thanks, Allie. That was a highlight for this year. I really liked that. Yeah, definitely. Some of these are a little silly. I'm gonna say that, but oh no, this one's not though. I this and this one is one that I definitely, definitely want to make sure that I say to the people who were working on the vaccine and all of the health workers um, in 2020. You are all beautiful people, and no one should ever be able to tell you differently. Agreed. Um, the fact that we found out that. Um, at least here in America, that this virus was raging on and spreading like rapidly across the world, and that we had a vaccine for it within less than a, than a year, is just a testament to how science can, how much good it can do. And I know there have been moments in the past where science has, not necessarily science, but scientists have done horrible things to people in the quote-unquote name of science but this was not one of those moments um more than i think something like forty thousand people volunteered to sign up to be um have the vaccine tested on them Mm -hmm. and yes there were a small portion of those people who did develop symptoms that sign i think some of them were life-threatening but Though that vaccine, um, I think the Pfizer one specifically, I think it was something like 94%, like 94 point some percent effective to the people it's been administered to. And that is, and I, people are going to try to knock that and say that, again, and, and this isn't to knock that, that people have gotten, had have reaction to it. But that is amazing. That's something that we figured out this year is that effective it has been tested on that many people before it was even administered to the public and i intend to the healthcare workers who were just trying to make sure that our hospitals and icus could stay open for that time until we could develop something to help put it into this um, pandemic yeah and continue to fight you know for people who are still struggling with you know the severities of this disease that we're still trying to understand the long-term effects of of what's going on and and day in and day out they have put themselves in the way of of danger you know to take care of people and that's so admirable and yeah i would definitely want to shout them out because we could literally not do this year without them right and um yeah and you know definitely the scientists who are working on understanding this virus and, and developing this vaccine in such a short period of time. It's just a testament to how important science is. You know, exactly. A, less than a year uh, to develop this highly effective vaccine that we can mm-hmm. all have access to, hopefully, uh, within the next six months. Um, and that's something we should be proud of and yeah. continue to uplift uh, other scientists because 
we can't do this without the scientists, without the healthcare workers, you know, in general. Like, we just can't. And even to build off of that a little bit, um, like, one of the main um, researchers on the vaccine was a black woman. Um, I forget exactly her name. I know I follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's at Kizzy PhD, I think it is. But that's that's a testament also to just black people in science, which leads into like you mentioned the Black Birder um, event that happened in New York. Um, I think that was in I think that was in May. Um, and then from that one moment, like black science we had black birders week we've had black and kim week we've had black and astro we've had black cardiology um janae our secretary participated in black and neuro um there will be and there are going to be more next year and that that's beautiful too absolutely i i think the more representation we have the more people will feel inspired to pursue their dreams like it is possible Mm -hmm. and I think this year has been a testament to that like what you just said like the black woman behind you know working with other scientists to create mm-hmm. an effective vaccine that's incredible that that gives me hope you know to keep going. right um yeah because you're doing really important stuff you got and i know you said this earlier but you know i don't think you should feel bad that you like got a chance to be a grad student during a pandemic because you're still you're helping in medicine and and from what you've told me about your research like that's going to be super important i hope so i really do i just want to try to make a difference in this world this crazy world we live in (laughs) but yeah i mean you're going to be like the person to go to for that that's amazing well we'll see (laughs) i appreciate that though thank you and ups to you as well you know like We've gotten through a crazy year. You're about to go into what the second semester of your third year? Yeah. Like mm. <laughs> we're doing big things. And on we're top doing big of things. that, you know, it's it would be terrible not to mention how much <laughs> B Sci has grown. Over. Yeah, I was gonna mention that later. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I mean, yeah I'm sure you want to go into it later, but no, I, you you start off. I, I have to. I can't keep going without thanking you, Jordan, because you've really carried us for a long time. You know, you kept us motivated to keep going, and I'm so glad you did because this has been such an important uh, organization to be a part of. I feel like I can you know, lean on people that look like me and who understand, you know, what it's like to be in these spaces and to not feel comfortable. So I've met so many new people who understand what I'm going through and can, Mm -hmm. you know, just have dialogue with in general. And um, I think you should be really proud of yourself because you've been like the leading, (laughs) the leader, literally the president, um, but also just working so hard behind the scenes to um, make BSI so accessible um, and so successful uh, up to this point and leading into the future. So kudos to you. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. I mean, I you guys make it easy, honestly. And I've said this in our board meetings that you guys make it super easy because honestly, um, like, again, going back to um, the events that were going on um in the summertime like i was super down like the conspiracy theories the the fact that we were watching so many people just die in the streets um including brianna taylor who was an emt and that's you know science that's science you know she's doing science every day and to see someone and that wasn't the first person like, i remember timmy rice a few years ago um you know he went to like space camp and stuff like so anytime i think about those like specific individuals i'm like that's exactly why we should be proud that black and x became so big that i'm proud that b-side grew so much um in this year one um it, there are several things that made me really excited about b-side this year one we became a 501c3 which was one of the biggest goals that we had and because of that we rose a good amount of money to like go into 2021 with our heads up and thinking about what else we could do 
and thinking about different ways we could expand. And then, and, and while that is incredibly important because you, someone out there right now listening to this podcast contributed money to the B-side and that can never, I don't know how we could ever repay you guys for that. But I'm also thinking about um, the fact that the, in the later half, like almost immediately after that protest, we went to Jenna, like Janae, our secretary reached out to us and said that she found us out about us online because of our website that debuted in May, um, right before all that stuff happened. And she was like, we want to start something like this here at University of South Carolina. And it was great. Like that was great. So many people like that. It was wow to even think of that. Someone like looked up something and we showed up and we were there to help them. Like that's crazy. And then not long after, like maybe two weeks after that, we were like, okay, we need to put out another call for recruitment. And that's when Chad showed up like almost the same exact day that that first one went out and he became our science communication officer. And then again, in November, like we put out a call because we wanted to make sure that we as an organization can not only just communicate science, but make sure that we could effectively talk to the public about science policy issues that that affect black and brown communities. And that's when Dr. Chanel Tawson showed up. And just to think that several months ago, we were like four members deep, I think. And then like we were in a board meeting call. We were so down about everything that was going on. And like, here we are now, 501c3 and seven members deep with, I really, and I do think there will be more on the way, especially in 2021, because we've already talked about ways we can make that happen. It is, it is wild to think that this is how 2020 started to come to an end with those things happening after such a tough year i i can't thank you guys enough honestly yeah i feel like it was so easy to get down um this year and for obvious reasons but it was just it i was always able to come back to it because we were surrounded by so many brilliant people right Mm -hmm. so many brilliant people with great ideas right week after week just like performing to the best of their abilities and I was just like I can't I can't just stop now because I am surrounded <laughs> by these amazing people why would I want to not have that community you know right it's been a really amazing year and shout out to Janae for forming the first mm-hmm. official b-side chapter like right right incredible incredible stuff um yeah it's been an inspiring year in that regard I think you know, surrounding the protests as tragic and um, difficult as they were to experience and, and um, you know, speak up and speak out, uh, mm-hmm. I think it really kind of encouraged all of us to find our communities and um, just come together. Um, and so it was really exciting to see that happen throughout the year. Right. Yeah. Um, that's honestly, I hope that that's the thing I remember the most about 2020 COVID aside, like I'm going to remember all of the, those, that moment, because that honestly, that I can put myself back into that day. And I just remember like so much just going through my mind. And then like in the week or two after it felt so different because of people wanting to join B-Side and yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what else? Let's um, one. Also, this podcast, this podcast debuted in September, and this is our tenth episode. Wow, we are really doing the thing. <laughs> yeah, this po- we we. I remember we've been trying to record this podcast for almost a year up to that point, and it's been kind of scary at times, honestly, because I don't really like like my voice that much. I know you've said you don't like your voice, but your voice is amazing, and like just like the it's. <laughs> No, it's amazing. (laughs) And the fact that we have a podcast, like, and that people actually listen to our podcast, like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really encouraging to to keep going. um, Because if we can just make 
a difference in like one person's life to mm-hmm. you know, pursue their dreams or just to listen. I, right. I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I hang my head on that. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, one other thing I did want to mention before we um, go on to the next thing is um, the Nobel Peace Prize in Chemistry went to two women. And I'm going to butcher their names, but okay. I'll try to say them anyway. Um, Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Duadna. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I didn't say that correctly, but um, working on the CRISPR-Cas9 um, gene editing tool was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amidst all of this craziness we are still able to keep continue advancing science in a way that we never thought possible right and i just hope that we continue to use it for good um and that people mm-hmm. see the value and in, in in the progress that we've seen in, in science so for sure i think yeah 2020 is going to go down as a big year in science not even just because of covid like because of the things that happened like the vaccine and then that like it's like um and then and then and this is also kind of something that happened in 2020 mars perseverance i think is is what nasa selected for its next mars rover and it was never a better time for that day like perseverance is the thing that keeps humans going and to know that there's going to be some robot on some distant planet just kind of moving around out there Name perseverance, I think, speaks to exactly what humans do best. Like, yeah, sure, we can do a lot of complicated things, but our perseverance and determination is really what the human spirit is about. And that happened this year. And I think that again, kind of going off what you said, like science keeps happening. Like, you can't stop it. It just it just goes. Agreed. Yeah, that's it's such a good way to like. And it, I didn't even like make the connection because I think I was still just in my own um, depression bubble. But yeah, like, no, we, we definitely persevered through this year. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be proud of ourselves. Um, for- yeah, that depression mm-hmm. bubble is, it's hard to burst. But like when you get out, you're like, oh man, like, oh, look at so the good. things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a huge advancement. And mm-hmm. um, I just hope, you know, any distant life out there sees it and says, oh, yeah, good. This is good. Humans- I hope that's the thing that they go like, <laughs> instead of the, the other bad things that happen going on on Earth, at the, I hope they're like, oh, man, you guys put a robot on a, on a planet? Like, oh, that's cool. That's what crazy. else is going on? <laughs> uh, we don't need to talk about anything. What are you talking about, Alien? Yeah. No, just focus on the robot. That's cool. <laughs> um, I got a couple more. Uh. And these are all pretty silly, honestly. Um, well, this one's not. Juneteenth happened, and it was pretty much the biggest Juneteenth ever. And oh, I remember Juneteenth specifically because that's, I think, Beyonce came out with Black Parade. And that was on my Spotify playlist that we talked about um, a couple of months, or not a couple of months, again, Tom, a couple of weeks ago. And it's a good song. I highly suggest it. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Beyonce continues to um, just. <laughs> uplift the black community in, in such great ways mm-hmm. uh especially juneteenth was um incredible and i yeah. think it's it's also like i guess i have a silly one too just but um after our winter solstice and oh yeah you know I, black twitter blew up with first <laughs> we get our power <laughs> right <laughs> um we were just super. Where would just superpower be, Jenna? What would you? What you want? Like real or, or fake? No, real. If if like right, if that really happened, what would your superpower be? Oh gosh, um, the ability to eat whatever I wanted and not get <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I would no. be able to read as many books as I wanted to. Ooh, that's a good one. They're both good, <laughs> <laughs> right? For real, that would be great. You should um, be able to do both at the same time. Is what yes. you really want. That yeah, like brain. You're using your brain, your brain calories. There's nothing nothing at all wrong with that. Yeah, they're gonna kick in. It's fine. I'm I'm just gonna wait a little longer. (laughs) You gotta wait until the first. Like you get them on the twenty first, but it's like 
but it doesn't actually activate until January first. Is how it works. Right. It's it's on CPT. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That's exactly what it's. <laughs> what about you? What what superpower do you want? Uh, I want the power to um. I want the power to move fast, not because I just want to run fast, but because if I could move faster, then I would be able to not procrastinate. I would be able to fix my procrastination issues faster. That's the only reason I want to be able to move fast. Because if I'm like, oh, I need to do something tomorrow, then if it's something that's due at like 11.59, I know that if I can move at the speed of light, I can be done at 11.58 with time to spare and I'd be fine. That's that's what I want. I mean, you can already do that. You just got to drink like a whole pot of coffee. You know? Right. And you got <laughs> to realize that bad things will happen after that. But like for <laughs> 20 minutes, you are golden. You know? Right. <laughs> that's a good point, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty cool, though. That would be pretty nice, honestly. Um like it's so easy to procrastinate especially now that we have lost all concept of how Mm -hmm. time passes um so to be able to control it and get what you need to get done would be so nice yes (laughs) yes that's what i want yeah man santa really didn't deliver on that this year i don't know what to say about that you know and i did send a letter to hr and i'm still waiting to hear back (laughs) but you know it is what it is dope dope um i don't know the rest of mine are silly at this point um i really enjoyed that hamilton was out on disney plus like i watched that probably like a hundred times um i find and this is a nerdy thing that i've never done before but i've never actually sat down and watched lord of the rings until this year or read or even read the books i did both this year because there was just more than enough time to do both yeah it's 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 a crazy little world. <laughs> Lots of opinions on it, but um, yeah, no, it's a it's a great uh, a great story. <laughs> yeah, iconic story. Um, yeah, anything else? Good things that happened. I mean, there are a lot of good things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have decent health, I guess. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something I wanted to mention, but I just lost it. I'm excited that we're going to have another year. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, that time does pass. Time does pass. Um, in 2020, we will actually be in hindsight, which is nice. Yes, it's not what it's not like what Gandalf said. You shall not pass. Time does pass, Gandalf. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think he really understood. But um, you definitely did. Yeah, I'm trying to spark your memories. <laughs> See if you. I don't think that works. But yeah, no, I'm looking through all of the science advances, and they're just there's so many to count. But um, I'm also trying to think of something silly because I feel like <laughs> it's so much easier to think of good things that we can all relate to. <laughs> right. Um. But just in general, I'm just glad that we are nearing the end of 2020 with the realization that you know corona is COVID 19 is still a very real thing mm-hmm. you know, we can't just let our guards down once the clock strikes midnight you know it's right. still something that is incredibly uh, important to be cognizant of like you mentioned earlier the most record-breaking days mm-hmm. were not in march they were last week so exactly. um you know it's just it's good to be thankful but it's good to also be aware of um what's still going on um and so i think we should go into 2021 with that knowledge and understanding that we've got gained from this year right um dr chanel tolson has said in our in our board meeting that you should stay your ass home is what she told us and i agree of the year (laughs) <laughs> amazing that's the quote of the year exactly like i might get that on a shirt or something that's so good that's a good t-shirt <laughs> we should make b-side t-shirts that say stay your ass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is amazing but, 
Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm I repeated that for her because I know that's probably what her message would be. And I think it's it's a good message. Like, do not and we cannot stress this enough. Do not go out on New Year's looking for fun. You can have fun at home. We've been having 2020's been a yet better year, but you we know you had some fun at home. You can have fun one more time at home. Before, yeah, it's just maybe more than one. Yeah, and and it's just like when I was growing up, I'm I'm assuming it was probably the same for you, but my mom would always tell me as soon as that street light comes on, <laughs> I better be inside. So mm-hmm. not, that's not gonna change for me. I'm always in, indoors, but <laughs> on New Year's, as soon as I see that street light is on, I'm I'm in the house. Going back you know? inside. So, or like when your grandma used to be like, you can either you either go outside or you stay in the house. You can't do both. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and both have consequences. So both have consequences. One could be bad. One can be good. I'm gonna let you decide. But <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. It's just you know, like we've all kind of like been able to see so many similarities and how. Mm-hmm our childhoods were in the black community and it's just so right. uplifting and honestly it's been a joy to like be able to laugh and at that um connection because there's so many proverb black proverbs that i could name mm-hmm. right now, you know um that are could you could use as an analogy to um follow these cdc guidelines <laughs> so, <laughs> right. black community <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> oh man but jen it's always great um making podcasts with you i and i really do mean that um the fact that we're at 10 episodes is is crazy to think about like especially launching in a pandemic like we our first true episode that was like around the time that we recorded an episode was I don't. I think it was in October, not October. Maybe like the end of August. Yeah. And honestly, that was a fun day. Like we came in, we recorded. It was great. Like we had a great time. Like we, I, I enjoyed making this podcast. Absolutely. Um, it's been as much of. Um, I hate to say it, it's been as much as as like a therapy session for me because I just get so much out of it, and um, it just warms my heart to be able to like speak with you on things that are important to me and what I think we find important for other people to know about. So it's right. really, really fun to do that with you. So appreciate it. So I probably won't talk to you until 2021. Yeah. But... I, I, it's going to be weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're in 2020 anymore. So, but like one, like happy new year's, Jenna. Yeah. Um, happy new year's. To the rest of B-Side, Happy New Year's. To the rest of you listeners, Happy New Year's. And please, please, stay home. Stay your ass home. (laughs) And wear your mask. And wear your mask. It's really not that hard. It's not that hard. And And make sure you vote if you're in Georgia. Um, You have until uh, Wednesday, I guess. I don't think they're doing it on Thursday. Um, I'm doing it Hmm, well, check check your local um, polling polling places. Get your um, ballots turned in. Um, not can you still mail, vote? But can... through your uh, designated locations where you can drop them off, and uh, vote on January fifth if you um, don't get a chance to early vote. That was my question. I was about to say, I, I didn't know if you if Georgia voters could because I'm still technically a PA voter, so I don't know if Georgia voters can still vote in person on the fifth. Yeah, yeah, they definitely okay. can. Um, just check your local polling stations. Um, I know a lot of people actually received an absentee ballot, um, and so if Good. you don't feel safe going to your polling station, you can always fill out the ballot and turn it into an appropriate ballot location um, to be dropped off. Good. So good, good. Because we can't stress enough <laughs> that we have the power to change the things that we do not like. We really we do. are we are scientists. We encourage you to be scientists. We need more scientists and we need more people to think critically about things that are going on around them. And if that's if there's anything we've learned in 2020, it is that we need more scientists. We encourage all of you to be scientists. We're going to catch you in 2021. We're going to catch you later 
in January, around January 20, after January 23rd. Um, we're going to take a break until then. So please stay safe and be scientists until we see you again. Jenna, thanks. And I'll catch you next year. Yeah. Peace 2020. <laughs> <laughs>